everybody, I'm Bob Schneider. Welcome to the Song Club. I knew it was a bad idea to meet you here, my dear. All right, here we are, and I'm wearing these Prince glasses. If you're watching this on YouTube, which, unless you're a NASCAR driver and your life depends on your paying attention to the road, why are you not watching this on YouTube? Because this. Anyways. Welcome everyone to Song Club, colon, Bob Schneider's Song Club. Uh, that's me, Bob Schneider, your host and fellow songwriter, if you are a songwriter. And songwriter, if you are not a songwriter. I have a feeling the songwriter to non-songwriter ratio on this podcast is probably 100% non-songwriter to 0% songwriter. But who knows, maybe there... I'm sure there's some amateur songwriters who listen to this, because why not? But, yeah, actual songwriters would be like haters... Um, I only know this because I am one and the same songwriter, 100% hater, 69%-ish. I mean, I got some love. I got some love for like Paul Simon. But even Paul Simon, I'm going to like be like find some difficult things about him. You know, because what am I going to like? I got to find something about myself that's better than Paul Simon. Now, I can't write Bridge Over Trouble Waters, but I can be taller. I can have meatier, manlier legs than Paul Simon. I mean, I haven't seen his legs recently. Because he doesn't do a lot of stuff where he shows his legs. I mean, I think the last time I actually saw Paul Simon's legs was when he was doing something uh, in the 80s. So I know what his 80s legs look like. I don't know what his 2022 legs look like, but I'm imagining that they're not meatier than those 86 legs. I'm imagining they've aged a few years. I don't know if you've ever taken a piece of string cheese and left it out on the counter for 40 years. But when you go back to take a bite out of said cheese, son, it's going to be less meaty and more uh, reedy. That's... I mean, here's what I'm saying when I say a sentence like that. Eminem, don't ask me to rap battle because, son, you will lose. Because my mind works real fast. I'm like a race car traveling at 422 miles an hour. 
which means don't put a turn up ahead. Any turns in my mind will go crashing into the wall and lose the wheel. And that'll be it. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys had a good month. I do these, I, I bust these babies out once a month. And it is, this is the one for March 2022. Things are looking good. Things are good. Um, I'm excited about the year. South by Southwest is coming up. Is that even a thing? I, I don't know. We didn't have it last year. Of course, we didn't have it the year before. So we're, this is the first one, but I don't know if they're actually even having anything going on. I know that I'm playing something for South by, but I'm not actually part of the conference. All right, let's just get into it. This is the song club. All of the songs that you're going to hear on today's podcast are part of my Patreon song club. And uh, you can get all these songs. You can get eight songs a month if you subscribe to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Bob Schneider. You'll get these songs and then there's extras depending on what, you know, what level you want to subscribe in. And then also I do a live stream every Tuesday, which is fun. It's a lot of fun. If you were there last night, you had a good time, as we normally do. So anyways, I'm really pretty happy with uh, these songs this month. I had a lot of anxiety. Probably the most anxiety I've had as an adult this last month. And uh, I was really putting myself through the ringer. Um, I... Uh, I'm a, I've always been a worrier, a bit of a worrier, as the, as the uh, English would say. Always a bit of a worrier. Oh, yeah, Bob Schneider, he's a bit of a worrier. Here's the thing. For a while, I couldn't do a, an, uh, an Australian accent, like for years, for most of my adult life. And then in my late 30s, where I'm at now, and when I say late 30s, I mean there's snow... The snow's melting on the mountain. Um, at some point, I developed what most people call a 100% authentic Australian accent. I, that's right. You can, you can say that uh, my Australian accent is so solid that where I to travel to down under, people would be like, oh, he's one of us, mate. But it's gotten so, like, good that when I try to do an English accent now, I always slip into, like, the Australian accent groove that I've created in my mind. So, anyways, just, you know little bits and pieces of information about what's going on in my brain. By the way, if my brain was a bed and breakfast, you would not want to stay there. 
because you'd be like, hey, I'm trying to get some sleep. Hey, I'm trying to read a book. Hey, I'm trying to just do anything except listen to your incessant rattling and ravings. Got a little piece of... My hair is looking really good, but I've got a little... There. I had to take care of it. Then I've got this thing here, too. Let me get... There we go. I've got to fix... Even though you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm looking at myself on YouTube, and I like what I see, but there was a little a little thing happening. But now we're all 100%. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, this first song that I'm going to play you guys is uh, a song called The Monster with a Thousand Fingers. Um, and uh, let's just listen to it and then I'll make some comments in a minute about it. All right, here we go. The Monster with a Thousand Fingers. <laughs> with a thousand fingers yeah i think you know i think what that song's about is is uh it's basically all this anxiety that i've been experiencing and uh you know i i don't know what the monster with a thousand fingers is but it's something that you know i want to avoid and maybe if i like actually went into the cave and checked it out um maybe i wouldn't be so scary scared Let's check in with my eyes here. Oh, I like what I see. I'm going to put the glasses back on. Um, and, man, I could listen to that song all day long. Like, I'm not always crazy about everything I write. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I am a big fan of my songwriting, but every once in a while I'll write something that I'm really happy with. Um, I like the way that sounds. I like the recording of it. The song itself is... It's good. 
It's solid. I feel like you can always tell how good a song is. If I could sit down and play it on an acoustic guitar, just sing the song and play it on acoustic guitar, and then it still works, then that's a good song. Sometimes you get a song, but it's recorded really well, and or it's sung really well or something, or you know, there's a really nice guitar part that has a great little guitar hook in it. It's got a really kind of a nice feel. So that all makes it sound better than it, than maybe the song actually is. But it's fun to uh, listen to, for sure. And I played it with the band, and it sounded pretty good with the band. So that's always another good sign. But anyways, I'm probably the worst. I'm probably my own worst critic. I say that, and then there's, trust me when I say this, that there's people out there in the world who'll be like, oh, no. I would be a much worse critic for you, Mr. Schneider, because haters. And I know it. I know what that is because also me am haters. So there you have it. The monster with a thousand fingers. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say is because I've had all this anxiety and all this worry, that's not a bad thing when it comes to songwriting. Um, when you're in a place where you're really scared and concerned about things, sometimes you need songwriting to kind of save you in a weird way. Or maybe the world's so worrisome or whatever that you want to just completely get inside something like songwriting. And, uh, and so... In those instances, you, you know, really sink your mind and your, your, all your efforts into what you're doing. And I think I'd, I've done that this month with some of these songs. Uh, I've tried to use them to kind of save me from this fear. And uh, also, by the way, let me say this. I know because some of you guys are worry warts just like me and you're like, oh, I hope Bobby's okay. I'm actually fine now. I've kind of come through the other side. So I'm feeling good. Could have been the weather. The weather's been really cold here and gray and rainy. And, and now it's nice and the sun's out and it's a beautiful time of the year. So your boy's doing real good over here now. I've passed through the storm, as they say. But the good news is I feel like I got some good songs out of it. Because so, when, when things are rocky, when, when you're on, on shaky ground, I feel like that's the best time. That's, that's when I've always come up with the best songs, the best writing. When everything's like okay, when I feel like I'm going to get through the day no problem, that's not necessarily the best time to write. I still write, and I still write okay songs and just because things are not going well doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to write a great song either because there's no rhyme or reason to it it's a very mysterious process this writing songs but it's what I do and it's what I'm really good at and it's I'm better than most which is nice and I say that in all humility all right let's listen to another one this one's called sleep at night it's probably the most current-sounding song that I've written in a while, I feel like. 
This is me trying to sound like a cross between Post Malone and Justin Bieber, but also with the perspective of somebody in their late 30s. And when I say late 30s, I mean uh, the giant has grandchildren. Okay, here we go. Let's crank this. Yeah. Oh, shit, is that Drake up in this? Is that Drake? play so that much of songs uh but man once again i could listen to that song all day and feel pretty good about uh listening to it i i have to say uh again couple couple good ones this month which doesn't happen all the time but feels good when it does anyways um that's called sleep at night and again having trouble sleeping, having trouble staying asleep, having trouble just getting through the night. That's what I've been dealing with this last month, but again, I feel like I'm on the other side of it, which is nice. I will say this about anxiety. Again, it's something I feel like I had in my 20s. I quit drinking when I was 29. I had a lot of anxiety as a teenager and all through my 20s, and Alcohol was a really great way to get rid of the anxiety. Uh, unfortunately, I, once I started drinking, I just didn't want to stop. And so it would cause more problems. And then those problems or sticky situations that I would get myself into uh, would cause more anxiety. And so... I would drink to alleviate the anxiety and it was a 
it just kind of got worse and worse all through my 20s. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm glad that's behind me. And I, I will say that once I got sober, a lot of that anxiety left me. And uh, it's only come back in these last two years. Um, I, I experienced a lot of it during the first part of the uh, pandemic in 2020. But then I figured out some stuff to do, like I would walk every day and I would pray every day, which I wasn't doing a lot of. And uh, which which uh, I found a lot of solace in and a lot of comfort in, in just those two things. I would do these short meditations for like 10 minutes every morning, which I found very helpful. And so uh, that's what I've been doing and uh, again, that worked for a while, and then uh, and then this last month, uh, it all came back in a big rush. And uh, but like I said, it came and it went, and uh, it's it, the good thing about experiencing things like this and not using drugs or alcohol to get away from it is you have the experience and understanding of realizing, oh, just because I'm feeling this doesn't mean it's going to last forever because I had this before and I got through it and I got through it fine. And every time you do that, you can get through it fine better, I think, even though it feels like, oh, every, you know, it feels like, well, that'll never this this feeling, this anxiety, this bad feeling is going to be here forever, but it'll pass if I can just hold out for a little longer. And uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do as many push-ups as I can until it hurts. And then when you do that, you're like, oh, that anxiety's not so bad because my arms hurt real bad because I just did all these push-ups. Oh, damn. Did I just slip into some Bill Clinton? I just did all these push-ups. All you got to do to do, Bill Clinton, is just get real relaxed. Honey, you look like you're as fine as a, you're as fine as a supper at Denny's. Girl, you're as fine as a Shoney's Buffet. Girl, you're as, you're as good-looking as a damn pita, piece of pita bread. With some Kaziki sauce on it. Is it Kaziki? I can't even remember. I'm Bill Clinton. I was president of the United States. I just breeze through everything. My name's Bill Clinton. How you doing? Welcome to Bob Schneider's Song Club. This is my favorite song club. I'm Bill Clinton and I endorse Bob Schneider's Song Club. It's so good. I like the way he writes. He writes great songs. All right, so let's check out a new, another new song. This one's called Promises, Promises. And uh, again, we'll listen together, and then when we're done listening, we'll uh, check out the old, uh, see if we, there's anything to talk about. Here we go, Promises, Promises. Oh, your boy's on the bass on this one. Doing that bass drum start. Promise me 
You'll run away if a bad guy tries to make you say something you know it's not true. That's something that bad guys will do. Promise me you won't get hurt. You'll always look before you flirt. Promises, promises is the name of that song, and uh, I think it. I think writing that song had a lot to do with watching the entire season of Love Is Blind, season two. Um, if you're unfamiliar with this show, um, it's a show where people, men and women, date each other, but they do it in these pods where they can't see each other; they just can talk to each other. And the premise is. To go to the next stage of the show, you have to fall in love with somebody, and then they propose to you, uh, they give you a marriage proposal, and you say yes, having never seen the person before. And then once you say yes, you've got a month between that time and your wedding, and during that month, you meet the person, so you actually see them, which is a wonderful part of the show, because... People are never what you think they look like. I'm sure if you've ever talked to somebody on the phone and then you get a mental picture of who they are and then you meet them in person and you're like, oh, shit, you don't look anything like that person. So there's that, which is interesting. And then they live together and then that becomes more real. Uh, and then, they, then they're at the altar and then they either say I do or they don't. And I will say this about the show, probably because of the way they edit it, there's always a surprise or two where you're like, well, that person's definitely going to say yes. And they say no at the altar. And the parents are there. And uh, anyways, it's a great show. And I'm sure that's where that Promises, Promises song came, came into being. Because, uh, again, my life's pretty much the same thing. I 
hang out with my family. I play shows, and then I watch a lot of TV and uh, experience a lot of things through watching other people live their lives. Because maybe I don't live that crazy of a life, which is the way I want it to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I want to do stuff, but I can't because I'm a prisoner of Azkaban. It's because I like staying at home. It's nice. I don't have people bothering me. So it's, I like, I, I, I love my life. Now my wife likes to travel. She likes to do things. And she's always like, let's go here, let's go there. And I'm like, okay. But I don't want to. I just want to stay right here where I know where everything is. But do I? No, because I don't. If I lived alone, I'd know where everything is. But because I don't live alone, people are always moving shit. I'm like, why? Why can't the scissors just be in the same place every time? How nice would it be if the scissors were in the same place every time? Be so nice. All right. Let's listen to another new one. I think this is the last of the new ones. Oh, should I? I also should mention uh, last month was the first month, but this is the second month where all of the songs that are. all of the songs that are in the song club, we have karaoke versions of those songs. Now, the song club, these are all the demos of the songs. Uh, when I say it's the demo, it's the day that I wrote the song. And usually I kind of write a song in a day and record it. Whatever that recording was that day, those are the songs that you get here on the song club. But if I have a karaoke version of them, uh, those are usually the album versions. Uh, if they made it, if they made the album, if they didn't make an album, then it's the demo version, but without vocals. So you can sing along to it and have karaoke parties, and you can sing Justin Bieber songs, and then in between you can sing Bob Schneider songs, and that sounds like a good karaoke party to me, and maybe to you too. So yeah, now I don't think that's for everybody. I think you have to be maybe at a higher level, pledge level, to get these karaoke songs. So. Uh, but I don't know either. I'm not sure about that because there's somebody else that handles all that stuff. But they're there. Uh, at, at some pledge level, you can get all these instrumental versions so you can sing along to them either alone if you're friendless or if you have a friend or two, you can do it with your friends. All right, here's a new one. Again, it's called I Had to Laugh. Let's check it out.
had to laugh. I had to laugh, y'all. That's right. I had to laugh. Well, there's that song. That's uh, interesting. Uh, I like how that, uh, to me, that sounds like a, I don't know, like a song from the, uh, an old song from a long time ago. A long time ago, we had a song from a long time ago. And it was called whatever that song was called, the long time ago song. This is me actually trying to do stuff on the computer to make the computer work better and then also have words come out of my mouth, but not really paying attention to them. It's kind of like the way I parent, where my daughter or son will be saying something and they'll be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... I guess or my wife or anybody really, they'll just be talking and I'll be like, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay, 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 okay. But really, I'm just thinking of something else. It's not because they're uninteresting or because they're not saying something interesting. It's because my mind is like a bird, and it will fly and flit and fly around looking for worms, metaphorical worms, and. Uh, and so, I don't know if you've ever had a, if you've ever tried to talk to a bird, but it's difficult to get them to just sit there and pay attention and not chirp and chat, chirp and chip, chip and chirp, and also fly around, flit and flow, looking for bedding for their nests or worms for their bellies. I'm just looking at my computer too, and it's just not working correctly. And I'm just like, why? What is going on what is the deal with my computer i ask myself and i ask and the answer that comes to mind is that apple is effing with me but i don't know if that's true i feel like that's just me making up something so the rest of these songs are kind of old older songs not not super old necessarily but um older than this month and I, there's some of them I'm just shocked that I've never put out in the song club because they're like literally some of my favorite. I say this every week, but there's some of my favorite, uh, some of my favorite um, tracks that I've recorded, including this next one. It's called Coming My Way. Uh, and it's kind of a dance EDM song that I recorded uh, a few years ago, probably just before I started doing the podcast. Otherwise, it would have been out on the podcast. Now, this also could be a song that's come out on a previous podcast, but I didn't mark it as something that I've released. And if that's the case, my apologies. A thousand apologies. But as far as I know, I have not put this out on the song club and again, it's it's a banger. Like you can put this on, you can put this song on at the club and watch people like literally take off their shoes and start running a marathon because they're like, "Oh, this song has got the heat and I need to run 26 miles barefoot." Um through the streets of 
Winnipeg. All right, let's check it out. It's called Coming My Way. Yeah, right? Already you're like, I got to take my shoes off. Already you're like, why didn't I buy shoes that are Velcro? Because I don't want to have to undo this double dawn. That's not a club banger, then obviously I don't know what a club banger is, but that sounds like a club banger to me. Now, when's the last time I was at a club, you might ask? Hey, when's the last time Bobby was at the club? Well, I'll tell you, it was 19, yep, it was a 19 number. So, you know, I don't know what the clubs are like now. I've been watching Euphoria. And I'm like, I would feel like the hunchback of Notre Dame if I went into one of those clubs or one of those parties where those young kids are. I'd be like, what am I doing here? Oh, there's a thing that somebody's calling me and it is my wife and she's calling me because I didn't put on the don't disturb on the thing while I was doing the podcast and she doesn't know that I'm doing the podcast and so she'll probably come in here and she'll be like what are you doing and I'll be like I'm doing the podcast and so I should probably send her her a text telling her that I am doing the podcast this is me trying to do two things at once sending her a text while i'm talking to you and it kind of worked because i did it it, 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 it. damn i feel like the flash being able to do that Oh, this is cool. Now my computer's like, this stream's current bitrate is higher than recommended. But now it's going to say, no, it's not. It's lower. What in the GD is going on 
with my computer. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's coming my way. This next song is the original demo for the song Dirty Feeling, which was on King Kong. And again, I don't know why this wasn't released either. I really love this demo. Um, this is one of my favorite songs that I've written. Definitely goes the, it's definitely in there in the top 10. It's got some really cool lyrics in the first verse. It's got this thing where I'm talking about holding a small horse in my hand. And I don't know what that means. And I left it in there because it could mean a bunch of things. It could be like, maybe is that drug lingo? Am I talking about holding like a... Um, is that maybe drug lingo for like a heroin-laced blunt? I don't know. Or it could be I'm holding like a miniature horse in my hand. Or I'm holding a small horse, like maybe the reins of a small horse in my hand. Uh, because we had some ponies. There weren't ponies. There were like miniature horses that our neighbors had here that you would see if you would look out the back window of my house. Every once in a while, you'd look out there and there'd be a magical miniature horse, like a Budweiser horse, but small, like the size of a really large dog. So anyways, I don't know what it means, but I like lyrics where I'm not sure what they mean, but they could mean something. And uh, there's some really nice lines in this song. Let's listen to it. This is the original demo for Dirty Feeling.
Yeah, that's a cool, pretty cool demo of that song. Uh, and there's also, you can see in the chorus, if you're familiar with that song, there's an extra line in both choruses. And uh, I did what all the greats do, and they snipped out the fat. And I feel like the lines that I took out, the knock all your dishes off the rack, I took that line out, and it just made it a better song. And the difference between a great song and a song that's not that great is that. It's those little things where you just get rid of this thing. And, and, and the, I feel like people like the Beatles... Um, we're really good about not stopping until they, they really got rid of every single little thing that just wasn't quite working in their songs. And uh, and I don't always do that, but I always write more than I need. I'll always write, if, if I write five verses, I'll get rid of two of them. Um, or I'll take you know, two verses and combine them into one and just use the best lines. And and I think you have to do that. I think people that, there are people that just kind of use everything they write and, and uh, it's not a good idea because not everything he writes going to be good. And it's hard to, to maintain perspective when you're writing because it is like having children. And you're like, oh, look at my little baby. It's so beautiful. But it's not, it's not that beautiful. Uh, it's in fact it's it's a horrible, ghastly, gross-looking baby, but you can't tell because your mind says, "Oh, I made it, so it must be good." And then it's only later that once you've made some other things, then you can compare them. You know that's why it's not a good idea to have a bunch of kids because if you do, if you just have one kid, you just love that kid with all your heart. But if you have like five kids, then there's two that you really love, and then three you're like, ugh, why couldn't these three kids be like these two kids that I really dig? I mean, you kind of love them genetically. You have to maybe. Maybe you're predisposed to because there's, a, again, survival of the species or something that's innate programming, but you don't love them as much. And don't believe anybody that says they love all their children as much as they all love them equally because it's not true. They don't. Uh, the more children you have, the more your love is spread thinner and thinner until finally you just stop loving everyone and everything and you go crazy and then you have to drink a lot. All right, so this next one is called Everybody's Doing It. This was on one of my records, uh, Lovely Creatures or Perfect Day or one of those. Uh, and it's the last song dirty feeling that's very similar to the uh, studio version uh in terms of like some of the melodies and the way it but this song is it's as different as can be but i love the original version of this song so much and again i'm shocked that i've never released it on the song club because it it is a, a really nice demo uh, it's real quirky and weird i like quirky and weird music when I'm not listening to myself, I usually listen to really avant-garde, different, weird kind of stuff. I don't listen to anything that's very mainstream at all. I find it boring. So I like how weird this one is. All right, let's check it out. It's called Everybody's Doing It. Everybody's doing it. 
Oh, and I was wrong. Because this is not the one I was thinking of. One night at the green. This sounds a lot like the uh, actual song. Guess somebody threw a punch. The next thing I knew there were chairs flying everywhere. I went outside into the rain. But different enough to make it where cool. I saw you standing there. Butterflies and tigers in your Everybody's doing it. Oh, you know it's true. And if everybody's doing it, we can too. Pretty nice, pretty sweet version, I have to say. Alright, check it. Second verse. Your cell phone, it kept ringing. Ringing fucking off the hook. You had that necklace on your boyfriend gave you why you gave me that look i took each word you told me and held each word up to my heart and they cast little shadows on its walls and everybody's doing it all you know is true Everybody's doing it we can too. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh it, that was not the song I was thinking of, and uh I don't know what song it was that I was thinking of that was there's a song that is real different, the demo from the version I might be Bicycle versus Cars. That's some song that it's not coming to mind right now. And I apologize for that forever. For the rest of my life, I'm apologizing for that mistake. Again, I can't tell you how excited I am about my computer just sucking. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll find some pixels cropping in every once in a while. It's not you. It's not your computer. It's not your internet. It's me. It's me. It's me again. What else can I be? All apologies. Well... We're coming in under the hour mark, which I think is a good thing. I'm getting better at um, just getting so good. I'm getting better at being so good at this. Anyways, uh, we'll go out with this next song. It's called Everything You Love, which is a, another song that was on. I think this was on A Perfect Day for sure. And the idea behind A Perfect Day was I was only going to do songs that would work if you were like on a boat on a sunny day hanging out with your family and having a barbecue or something. And uh, I only wanted songs that were pretty chill and, and uh, fun. And then the, I put this song in the album. And this song, the chorus is, God will destroy everything you love if you live long enough, which, you know, it's it sounds nice, but when you tear it apart, you're like, oh, shit, we're all going to die and everybody I know is going to die, which is... Uh, do you want to think about that when you're barbecuing brats on your boat? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. I do like the song, and uh, I think it's about having kids. Um, my son was probably about five or six when I wrote this song. And the one thing about having kids that, that really you understand more than anything is is 
not your demise, because your demise, you've always had that in the back of your head since you were born. But when your kid's born or your kids are born, here's something that you love. Here's someone that you love more than your own life, which is so weird. And you realize that they're going to grow old and die. And it's such a crazy feeling. And believe me, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. Oh, my computer just said that the stream was getting no data. Oh, oh my God. I can't tell you how good that makes me feel. Not good at all. Anyways, it was interrupting this sort of macabre thought. Anyways, that's where this song comes from. You know, it, it comes from that, and it also comes from I was on a plane with a lady who was 98 years old, and she was telling me about her her deceased husband that she'd been married to for 35 years. And I was like, oh, that must be horrible. How did you, you know, how are you doing with that? And she's like, oh, well, he died 40 years ago. They were together for 35 years. Then he died, and she was alive 40 years later. So crazy. Uh living that long and she was traveling alone she was you know walking fine she, but here's what she here's what she was she was in a she was in a upbeat good mood and she felt good about the world she didn't have a bad word to say about anything and i'm like that's the key to living long is just have a good attitude so i know for myself i'll probably who knows? I probably got a year or two left. I mean, I am in my late 30s. And when I say late 30s, I mean all the reindeer have mutated into sentient sort of humanoids. And uh, they're rounding up people now and putting them in detention centers. All right. Let's check this song out. It's called Everything You Love. We'll get out of here with that one. You guys have a great month. We'll see you next time on the Song Club. Again, you want these songs? They're easy to get. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com backslash Bob Schneider. Sign up today. Thanks. Have a wonderful time. We'll see you soon.